Therefore, I have also given him to the Lord. As long as he lives, he is given to the Lord. 1 Samuel 1, 28. Dear God, we want to hear you speak. Please teach us how to listen to you, just like Samuel. Thank you for giving us your word, and thank you that we can read it anytime we want. Teach us to be still and listen for your whispers in our hearts. We love to hear you speak, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Thank you for praying with us today. The Kids Bible in a Year podcast is sponsored by Little Passports, delivering monthly activity kit subscriptions that help kids explore the world, cultivate curiosity, and discover new interests with hands-on crafts and activities in cooking, science, crafts, and more, all with a unique cultural twist. Visit littlepassports.com blessed to learn more and save 20% with code BLESSED. The Rise of Samuel In our last story, we learned about Ruth and the kinsman redeemer, Boaz. Later, we will learn how Jesus comes from the line of Ruth and Boaz. In this story, we begin a new adventure, in 1 Samuel, and here we will learn about the birth and call of Samuel, as inspired by the book of 1 Samuel. Hi friends, this is Julia Sadler. Thanks for listening to the Kids Bible in a Year podcast. Today in our story, God will answer a mom's prayer and a boy named Samuel will be born. He'll have a pretty big job when it comes to the nation of Israel and making sure they stay on track. But first, he needs to learn how to listen when God speaks. So here we go. There was a man who had two wives. They were named Peninnah and Hannah. Peninnah had children, but Hannah did not. Every year, this man would go to a place called Shiloh. He would offer sacrifices to God and worship him. Whenever the man would take his two wives, they would fight. Peninnah would mock Hannah because she had no kids. Hannah would cry because of Peninnah's cruelty. At the Lord's temple, Hannah wept to God and prayed, If you give me a son, I will dedicate him and give him to you for the rest of his life. There was a priest at the temple named Eli. He thought that Hannah was drunk because of the way she was acting. Eli told Hannah to stop getting drunk. Hannah responded, I am hurt. I was praying to God. Believe me, I am not drunk. Eli realized he was wrong. He said to Hannah, You do seem in anguish. I pray for your peace and that God may answer your prayer. Hannah left the temple and began to feel better. When the man returned home with his two wives, he laid with Hannah. God answered Hannah's prayer, and she had a son. Hannah named her son Samuel. Eventually, when Samuel was a little older, Hannah returned with him to the temple at Shiloh. She gave Samuel to Eli, the priest, and said, God has answered my prayer. I will keep my promise 
and give Samuel to God. Before leaving, Hannah prayed again at the temple. Then she returned home with her husband. Samuel grew up under the care and teachings of Eli the priest. However, Eli the priest had some evil sons. They did not care about God. One day, Eli's sons were mistreating the sacrifices for God. The sons also mistreated the Israelites who came to Shiloh to perform the sacrifices. In God's eyes, that was a very serious sin. Samuel continued to grow up in the temple under Eli in God's presence. Eventually, Eli discovered what his sons were doing. He rebuked them and said, Stop doing evil. Who will defend you when you get in trouble? But Eli's sons were very evil and did not listen to their father. One day, a mysterious man of God approached Eli and warned him with a message from God. He said, Because of the evil your family is doing, you all will be punished, and your two evil sons will die on the same day. There is someone growing up who I will choose as my faithful priest. One day, when Eli was old, God spoke to Samuel. But Samuel was confused. Samuel had never heard God speak, and he thought it was Eli calling him. Three times Samuel went to Eli, saying, Here I am. You called me. The first two times Eli sent Samuel away. Eli told Samuel that he did not call him. After the third time, Eli realized what was happening. Eli knew God was calling Samuel. Eli advised Samuel, When God calls you again, respond to him and say, Speak, Lord, your servant is listening. Samuel listened to Eli and did exactly what he said. When God saw that Samuel was listening, he said, I will punish Eli's family, just like I said I would. Eli has not stopped his family from sinning, and Eli's two sons keep on blaspheming me. After God finished talking, Samuel went back to sleep. When morning came, Samuel was afraid to tell Eli what God said. However, Eli commanded Samuel to tell him what God said. Samuel told Eli everything God said. Eli understood and knew that God was right. Eventually, when Samuel grew up, he became a prophet of God. Pretty amazing, huh? God talking to a young boy about what he would do next? God must have had some pretty big plans for Samuel. In today's story, we first meet Hannah, a very sad woman who really, really wanted a baby. Hannah did what anyone should do when they are sad, confused, or hurting. She talked to God about it. She went to the temple and told God that if he would just give her a son, she would give him back to the Lord, and he would live in the temple as God's servant. She even said he would spend his whole life serving God, and he did. 
As Hannah was praying, she met a priest named Eli. He wasn't sure why she was acting so crazy until he realized she was just super sad and begging for God's help. Eli promised to pray for Hannah. Sure enough, God answered Hannah's prayer and gave her a son. Once he was old enough to be away from his mom, she took him to the temple and kept her promise to God. She prayed for him and went home while Samuel grew up in the temple helping Eli the priest. Eli was very wise and taught Samuel many lessons. One important lesson was how to listen to God's voice. Remember what happened next? Samuel heard someone calling his name three different times at night and three times he thought it was Eli. Finally, Eli told Samuel that it was God. He told Samuel to go back to bed, lay still, and tell God you are listening. Have you ever tried to listen to God? Of course, God doesn't yell our names out loud in the middle of the night like he did to Samuel. No, God's voice is much quieter than that these days. It's like a whisper deep inside our hearts. Or it can be when we remember scripture in our heads right when we need to remember what to do or need to feel comforted by God. You can do a few things to hear God speak quietly in your heart. The first one is to spend time reading your Bible. Or if you can't read it yet, have someone read it to you. Hey. Do you think listening to this podcast helps too? I sure hope it does. God speaks mostly through his word to us, the Bible. Throughout your whole life, God will speak to you through his word. Next, you can find a quiet place. Think about it. Our days are pretty noisy usually. A good time to listen to God is when you're lying in bed by yourself in the quiet of the night, just like Samuel. Another thing you can do is to pray and ask God to speak to you. Tell him you're listening. Samuel said, speak to me, Lord, your servant is listening. Lastly, sometimes we just need to wait. God doesn't always speak to us the second we ask him to. Sometimes it's just quiet in our hearts for a while, and that's okay, because you know God is always there and that he always cares. You can just keep waiting patiently, asking him to whisper to your heart what you should do and what you should know. That night, God told Samuel that Eli's family would be punished because of all the bad things Eli's sons were doing. You see, his sons were making wrong decisions and doing things that were evil. And because of that, Eli's sons would die. Although this made Eli sad, he knew God was right. He trusted God even when all these terrible things were happening. And he was beginning to trust Samuel too. More about that later. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. I hope you'll come back next time to hear all about Israel's very bad day. Doing things their way is not working out for them. And don't forget, the Bible is the best story ever told. It's God's story to you. And it's all true. If this podcast brought you joy and seems like a valuable tool for kids and parents alike, please share it with someone you care about. Thanks for listening to Pray.com's Kids Bible in a Year. 
For more inspiring stories and wisdom to last a lifetime, download the Pray.com app for free today. Thanks for listening to Kids Bible in a Year. I want to invite our adult listeners to check out my other show, Unapologetic, God's Truth on Today's Topics. It's unfiltered, important, inspiring, and we have awesome conversations and amazing guests such as Candace Cameron Bray, Vice President Mike Pence, Dr. Robert Jeffress, Shannon Bream, Maddie Pruitt, and so many others. We are helping you have conversations that empower you to have bold faith in a broken world. You'll be excited, inspired, and encouraged in your faith as you check out Unapologetic. Remember that you can tune in wherever you get your podcasts and on Pray.com.